0: Hi, welcome to Integrate. I have amazing guests. It's Wendy, and then they're so cool because they do bushido, they do reiki, they're a shaman. Around the time I was also inducted as a shaman, we had the same teacher. Their name's Ray, Um, and but Wendy has also trained with like a lot of practitioners, and they've been interested in polarity work. They're taking a master's in psych, so you know they're wonderful, amazing, and I feel like. We're going to talk about shamanism today, especially Filipino indigenous shamanism, which is so important and, you know, I feel like is very present kay Windy recently, yeah? And para lang ma-presence rin natin, yeah. Yeah, so, hi! Hey! So <laughs> <Hello. laughs> well, how was that? How how did you, how has the theme
1: of indigenous shamanism come up for sure. you? Sure. First yeah. of all, I what well, as you were talking I was like I hope I don't disappoint her. <laughs> my findings, my I I went up to Ifugao as you know recently and uh-huh. you know, I was surprised by I had no expectations but it, it it was a huge surprise what what I discovered there. But to answer your question, um basically yeah First of all, um, thank you for having me. And ako naman, my interest in shamanism goes as far back as my college days. So mm-hmm. oh I'm 49. God. I'm turning 50 next January. So college was a okay. long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. During that time, I was actually spending a lot of time with... Um, an artist friend of mine who had an extensive library full of esoteric um, treasures. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I started reading all the works of Carlos Castaneda. Okay. And of course, so Mexican shamanism was like my intro. Um, But to preface that, as a child, when I was, uh, so I grew up in France, in Paris, we used to receive hard copies of National Geographic, right? Uh Yeah, yeah. We didn't have internet. And so, um, uh, when, of course, I would I used just... To buy us not geo as well. When oh, I was... those are amazing. Yeah. So I would just, you know, really look forward to them, uh, especially when it came to kind of Aztec, Mayan, Incan culture. So mm-hmm. already was like, had, so drawn... Like, towards it I was yeah. drawn towards Mesoamerican shamanism um, and I would like just copy the deities like I would draw them and oh and that's cool I had yeah. an obsession just yeah. like six or seven yeah 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 so six wow six okay that's days, like, you know. like an yeah. imprint yo yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. totally totally and I, I was just fascinated and one of my favorite cartoons is called Cities of Gold right which was uh, taking place during that time and the whole colonization actually yeah. which is so, so interesting yeah um so hang so again, interesting. you work, you, you're
0: drawn to those same deities, or you feel like yeah was- well I'm building up I'm build- it's a whole okay. story honey so
1: so so you yeah, know Mexican shamanism right and then um I actually took a I was supposed to take a workshop with Sarah uh Salcedo was. Well, Sal Salcedo, who's my level two teacher, and right. the cancel workshop yeah, and instead there was like a replacement workshop which was um Intuitive Awakenings. Right, um, right. Which was held I by know. um his one of his students, not oh, even Rob. Okay. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. during that uh that workshop, um, I had my first shamanic journey mm-hmm. and um I met my I, I, you were supposed to meet your spirit animal and mine was a winged serpent. And mm-hmm. so immediately, um, and of course, this is, you know, like just with a drum, right? It's, um, right. not, no medicine involved. And, um, I immediately recognize him as, uh, Quetzalcoatl, right? Mm-hmm. Who's, um, you know, uh, this Aztec god of wind and rain and, and all this fun stuff. And so. Mm-hmm. So now he's here on my arm, by the oh way. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to so see... video because there's a time. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. So yeah. so yeah. So again, I uh, you know working closely with with kind of that cosmology and um, that sort of um, yeah mythology, and then fast forward to 2021 when I discovered I found my bushido um, teacher. So uh, I started learning, um, I started my samurai studies with him to deepen my Reiki practice. Yeah. Yeah. Because, sorry, I'm kind of jumping all over the place.
0: But They're used to this because I'm also very jumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Although I'm not an Ari. But but I super respect that, the whole wanting to go deeper into, like, something that was very, mm-hmm. like, resonant for you. Because I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of folks, when they encounter something useful, parang, okay, let me sell this now. <laughs> or, or, like, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, so much or, of that.
0: It's Yeah, but I feel like you're so committed to, like, um, plumbing to more or, like, the...
1: That oh, I want to go deep, 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 like yeah, yeah, yeah. past lifetimes deep. You know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, I know. Like, get get all of that download. Yeah. 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 How,
0: how was like the samurai training and stuff?
1: Yeah, so um, I really had no intention of of learning kenjutsu, which is you know, um, swordsmanship, and um, I found my teacher because he had a reiki hashtag on his uh-huh. um Instagram post and. I, you know, I started a conversation, like, are you a Reiki practitioner? Um, I was so kind of intrigued by his, uh, his aura, actually, and his movement. Mm -hmm. And he was like, No, but I'm interested in Reiki. And so um, I ended up taking a, a trial class and um, I, I recognized him immediately as, you know, my sensei and like a shaman. And even oh, if he doesn't label him as such. So, it's so nice when you're uh, like, you just know. That recognition. Yeah yeah. This, yeah, yeah. And for me, not only that he embodied, for me, he embodied the essence of Reiki, even if he wasn't trained formally and all that. Because why? Because. Well, like, uh, so young, yeah, yeah. Just because of that energy. But, um, you know, like the Sui sensei, like um, he came from a samurai lineage, right? So he had all yeah. of that. That in in imprint in, in his um in his DNA and then the it's like the transmission the but it's not literally said out loud but you that's felt- why like what you you know what you just said about people just learning and modality and then marketing it like it's the opposite of that it's like yeah, yeah. walang walang ganon it's yeah. all about the, the essence and the core so parang jackpot you know so I start, started studying with sensei only to realize that shinto which also right reiki is is um imbued with shinto which is like yeah. the the foundation japanese? of japanese yes. Post- yes. shinto yes. is shaman- is japanese shamanism yes 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 yeah yeah shinto, I, and I didn't yeah. know all of this stuff. i didn't know all this stuff so so i had the the um, immense um privilege of training in japan in may in mm-hmm. this island called tsushima which uh, wow. sensei called samurai island and yeah. dude like you go you enter the island i'm like this is like it's like reiki Disneyland, you know? Like a yeah, reiki. Yeah. like that's yeah. how I felt. It's like okay, wow. Now I like I get it. I get it, you know. Yeah. And it's unspeakable and and this is it and
0: so Actually, so yeah. Lands hold a certain transmission of energy. So I you feel like Oh, the land? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. For so sure. so like, like you, 100%. you went there and then you understood Shintoism rather than like an academic. And Reiki, Reiki
1: also yeah like everything yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. like it's all These are all words, right? These are yeah, all just yeah. labels that are helpful for us. Actually, I want to I want to jump back. Um, I skipped a kind of a relevant part of the story, and I'm gonna get to the indigenous Philippine shamanism.
0: No, well. don't worry about it. Yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a long intro, but um, yeah, year, it's fine. <laughs> last year i was kind of like trying to find a way to um i had a work opportunity in the u.s okay that didn't kind of pan out but i was already so sensei moved to mexico during pandemic and so i was i was on the east coast and i was like i gotta go like visit sensei because we're on the same continent and until then we were just doing online training right right so i flew to I, i had no idea like you know, I didn't research anything about Tulum. He's based in Tulum, so I flew to Tulum. And my girlfriend was like, my friend in Canada. She, yeah. She's also our Reiki master teacher. She was like, we need to go to Chichen Itza because that's where, like, this is a this is a really cool place. And like, yeah, right. whatever. Right. We at first I was like, I just want to train with Sensei. That's the only like cool. I don't want to do anything else. Yeah. Then of course, parang taykalang there other nice sites around. So parang, yeah. So we went to Chichen Itza. She organized the thing. I didn't realize that the whole archaeological site and all the temples uh-huh. were built around this guy. meant to be it's there. All, it yeah, was, all was all dedicated to, to... So they call him Kukulkan uh, over there. So they were all dedicated. So parang, this is so insane. It's like, Pukulkan. I just happened to... The snake?
0: Yeah. Or maybe so I'll so just the okay
1: uh, I think the Aztecs call him and then the, the Incas and Mayas call him Pupulkan. so yeah so the temples you can see the serpent Everybody god to, I um
0: I have something similar in a way when I had like a deep transmission of Shiva suddenly my mom wanted to go to India and then going there like the transmission of like the temples there even if I don't quote-unquote pray or perform ritual there iba yung pasok and like just for sure yeah, oh, yeah. So it's so like happy. you said it's the land it's the, the yeah the stone. so i feel so happy that you didn't even plan to go there i and did you, not yeah I And mean, one of your <laughs> earliest spirit
1: um animal guides literally is like everywhere so wow so I insane lo-
0: so insane
1: and i love how my Bushido teacher is the reason I connected to Mexico you know like how did that even happen right so Uh, yeah so it seems so random but of course they're just pieces of that big cosmic puzzle right and so so yeah and so last year um deepening my 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 connection to um Mexican shamanism in a sense and then this year to Japanese shamanism and then I was like I really want to connect to my native like yeah. uh, Philippine indigenous because sometimes people talk about this and that, Babylon here and just, and I I kind of feel not inadequate, but kind of like that's a piece that I w I wanna um, discover and explore, yes. right? Yeah. As a pinite, as a Pinay, Right. And yeah. so um I was in two months ago or like a couple weeks ago, I was in Mobile and I happened on this webinar uh for the book launch of um Grace Nono's book Uh Babaylan Sing Back. I have, I have the book here. Called- I saw that, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Right, woman. so I I honestly, I literally stumbled on it. And then, uh, so she invited different shamans from the Philippines. And um, yeah. so uh, Lagitan uh, or Apo Memerto was speaking and he was sharing how, you know um nobody's interested in the transmission in the in the oh, in the teachings. the kids are leaving for the cities right getting office jobs, whatever um and he said he was like he had this message and i really felt he was speaking to me in the same way i felt sensei was also getting he chills. was like yeah he was like i am willing to teach people from outside of the tribe for the first and time or well he didn't say for the first trump for and the but, first time but, but, but for me yeah. that was like an opening Yes, parang, yes, yes, definitely. Who, I was like, dude, he's speaking to me. And, of course, I, I forgot a preface that I work a lot with plant medicine and when I when I work with HAPE, which is tobacco snuff, I always see the terraces. Mm-hmm. So, oh. ko. Nakikita ko ano, yung rice terraces. Sagad. I always think of Sagada, actually. But, right. uh, Apo was in Banaue. So, malapit lang yan. Two hours lang yan. So, parang, wow. Yeah. Ito yung, ano, ito yung ito na yung call. So, I just have to say yes. So, I messaged him. Yeah. And then we had a friend in common say, John Nagas, you probably know him, Reiki practitioner. And I was like, John, you know, okay, but guy For me, the fact that he was, you know, on the call with Grace Nono and uh, all, all the other Ateneo I, press, I, whatever, gosh. for me, it was, you know, it was like a, a gauge of safety or something. So I messaged um, uh, Lagitan and he was so welcoming and, you know when it's meant to be, it's just so easeful. So next thing you know, I'm he's picking yeah. me up at the bus stop after yeah. like ten hours bus ride from Manila. Yeah, and I have no idea what I'm getting into. I don't know where parties. I was gonna stay. They're so enchanting. So not <laughs> so, so 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 that's how um, and so. What, what was interesting is I didn't know what to expect. Is it going to be rituals? Is it going to be like magic? Is it going to be sacrifice of animals, things like that? Yeah, so I was yeah. trying to be very open. What I realized, first of all, um uh, like spent 20 years in the U.S. Ooh. Oh, wow. I did not know at the time. And so he worked a lot with like Lakota and Native American. Ooh, beautiful. So, and, yeah. That's so right. Nice. And so um, I realized that we, so he's also like multicultural like you right? yeah yeah like me like me but the thing is i there's so many things like i realized first of all that it was not my path to um to take on to become a mumbaki and carry on the ifugao shamanistic um <laughs> tradition yeah. why because first of all the language i felt is important okay so you know a lot of the rituals incantations and all that are in um in ifugao okay. but okay. So I thought I was gonna go there to learn uh, you know, um gao shamanism, but in fact it was more of an exchange. So there's a lot of healing mm-hmm. that had to be done. Masculine and feminine uh actually healing, polarity healing. In the container oh, I see. Yeah, what? with me working with, with um with Apu. Yeah, yeah. And um one-on-one second one-on-one thing I learned
0: a group. I-, I just wanna like illustrate in my brain. Is this like a one on
1: one thing? One-on-one. Was... I I wanted to be work one on one with him. Okay, okay So yeah, we yeah. had some one-on-one time uh that we were able to you know exchange a lot and then there was uh a couple that came from Norway but the the one person was an anthro student. So ibaran yeah. yung ano ibaran yeah. yung, yeah. yung outlook niya. Okay. So i uh, so um uh, Legitan immediately accepted me as a as an equal actually which was like whoa parang parang okay yeah. like wow you know yeah on him and so it felt so so beautiful and um that i could contribute and then i i was helping also identify i felt like i helped him identify people in his community mm. in his lineage who are ready to receive the transmission oh, and come back themselves so i was like they're, they're right in front of you man you just yeah, have yeah. to you know, parang so like there's so many. You have tunnel vision, eh, When you're so immersed. You live with these people, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and so focusing it's on certain bit. things. And I was just like, open your eyes, like they're right here, these people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then what I really learned was actually about um, rice farming, traditional rice farming, yeah, which yeah. was really, really what I needed, I guess, at the time. So, interestingly enough, when I when I was in the states last year before going to Mexico. I was farming also. I worked on a flower farm for two months, which what I had this desire farm? to. Super fancy, expensive flowers. Often. Like, like <laughs> come on. Is it like the, the finicky ones that need a lot of care? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Like, so, like hair No, no, no. It's kind of training, honestly. honestly. I know. It's yeah. like, my mom lives on Martha's Vineyard, which is a super fancy island, like where the Kennedys and the Obamas, blah, blah, blah. So people go there and have these huge, million dollar weddings and they have a huge oh. flower budget so we were we were growing those flowers oh, so yeah, yeah so i that's a whole other story but when i went to ifugao and i'm like okay you're gonna learn how to you know harvest rice and pound the rice and that it's like yeah this feels more meaningful to me than than those okay. fancy flowers that people just enjoy for a few hours Spend mm-hmm. thousands of dollars on, and then like my my life force energy is in that flower that you're just tossing at the end of the evening. You know, like uh, yeah, it's so yeah. different with them. Um, so I love how, um, yeah. I thought I would be learning to be a baki, training to be a baki, and then I ended up being a farmer, and you know, and a facilitator, mm. and and yeah. practicing. So, so that's why I'm saying maybe you're you're going to be disappointed about <laughs> my indigenous. That's my experience. Yeah. it yeah, was not what I expected yeah but I feel like I say
0: when people want to especially people who grew up in the city or people who are like intercultural every time the question of like how do we interface with indigenous shamanism there's this like um in the, how do I how do I explain it Okay, Alamo, let me use a different metaphor. Sorry. Um, so okay. I was part of Contra Gapi, which is Contra Contemporary M Filipino. So it's like a bunch of indigenous dances, but it's modern. So it's contemporary. So it's like a mishmash. It's like a. it was, it taught me that to dance indigenous dances, there has to be like an internal understanding of interfacing with nature. And it's not about just preserving the moves you know, like, preserving the, like, the context and the ritual. Because you will never have the same context in the city. So, yeah. parang that's why it doesn't, up, the moves don't apply like, one is to one. So, I feel like, I so, yeah, and I had a similar journey with you, na, I was studying folk dances, indigenous dances of Cubans for salsa. Because mm-hmm. I was that mm-hmm. and then they, I was, like, learning about their gods and stuff and their feminine mm-hmm. masculine dances. Yes. And I was, why do I know this but I don't know Filipino? That's why I went to. Like, oh California. yes, you, girl. Like I get it. I, yes. I get it. Yeah, and then when we did like a research thing for Bunkalots, so that's north, um, we had like a Filipiniana dance troupe teacher teach like ifugao yes war dances, and he literally said, uh, like so sink your hips into the soil. So parang get mm. heavy, right? Grounding. And then he said it in the exact same way that Cubanos were explaining how to connect. And it really mind-fucked me because I was like, oh my God, this is just like, you know, in biology, um, people create, uh, different animals create fins, even if they're like from different geography. As So I felt like indigenous people and their cultures had similar strains. Yes, yes.
1: Yes. Similarity. That's shamanism. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly what I was going to. They had, there's like a similar echo yeah. of like, of like being connected to nature, knowing. Because
1: that. they get their information directly from source.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's yeah. why it's so quote unquote similar. So, yes. I felt, so I felt, so I feel like when we have listeners who are like, oh, I want to learn indigenous knowledge. And if we get so empirical, even empirical, traditional school that you just memorize the the uh, mantras or prayers or rituals, the terms, you you don't get the wisdom because you're exactly. not inside. So exactly. I feel so I feel like it's okay, okay for you to yeah. So I feel like it's okay for you to say now. Oh, it I know it doesn't sound like the tradition mm-hmm. that you guys like, but the thing is, we're more <laughs> with yeah. telling people the internal reality. Right. Of yeah these traditions, like you
1: than... want to know philippine indigenous um tradition go to the rice field and, and and stay there for a week yeah 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 exactly and like have a lived
0: reality yeah and i feel like there's that whole i feel like you also emphasize the whole going
1: to physical locations and allowing the location to teach you you know, I've been not struggling, but thinking about how privileged I am that I'm able to do this. Yeah. And it's been it's been a bit of a, a source of reflection, especially with Japan, because mm. i like, I know it's not within everybody's reach. At the same time, it's also so trans. So I'm like, how do we do that? How do we with our practice? How do we connect to the energy of the place? right you know without having to spend on a ticket and get a visa and stuff like that like that's been that's such an interesting conversation in itself yeah
0: damn i also feel like like we're always guided in a way in a if a land calls you like they just like like the india thing i said i didn't even plan to go to india my mom so so there's that whole like uh, being open yeah yeah, being open. And I feel like it's also, I feel like folks, when we're so attached to tourism or like regular tourism, or we don't have like, a, almost like we consume an experience rather than participate in it.
1: Byron- oh, that, that's so, I, I love how you use that word because when I was doing samurai training in Japan, yeah, uh, people would message me and say, how do I sign up? I want to experience this. Uh right and so i was like okay but that's not that's not how it works yeah yeah it's like you have to it's almost like you have to earn (laughs) i feel like it's also
0: how people talk about initiatory consumption no but yeah yeah yeah. because for example initiations like energy initiations shamanic or even just you know regular spiritual whatever some people want to buy it right instead Yeah, yeah Yeah, instead of and then have someone do it for you, but I feel like that's just because we got used to capitalism slash how yes. people sell things yeah. instead yeah. of really. So you have to unlearn, unlearn that. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. So a slash. It's also like a labor of communication to be like, okay, this experience is meaningful when you are open to it, or like right. when you. Or
1: actually, in the case of of sensei, he didn't open the retreat to the public, right? Yeah. He he has selected that. those students. That he felt were ready. To, I respect to, that. Yeah, right? so it's yeah, so that, different. It's such a different so, thing. I was like, I've been training with Sensei for you know for two years. Like, kind of like you. And it's yeah. a privilege. It's a, right? like it is. Speak. It's such yeah. a privilege. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. so you. So can't, how do you explain that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dang. Did he just apply to him and then he can say no?
1: well <laughs> yeah, but, just, but, Japanese people don't say no. <laughs> oh Dang! Dang! Dang!
0: Uh, wait i i do want to loop back to your question though about like having privilege in terms of like land and like being being able to interface with land and i like that we're talking about travel because i feel like that's one of the things that older shamans or like shamans of previous generations didn't have as much like like
1: we didn't that's where climate medicine comes in (laughs) that's where Plant medicine comes in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The bad, like no, the Amazon- or shamanic journey. Yeah, shamanic journey. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, yeah. like the Amazonians didn't have like all these foreigners before, right? Um, oh no, yeah, yeah. But uh, how do I say this? Uh, there was a so so my family does these big reunions, and then we have like a lot of family in the states. So we were going to Las Vegas through Death Valley. And I didn't know that Death Valley was a holy land. Like, I didn't know. And I was so impressed. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Kasi, I've been there. I didn't even know. Yeah. Because I was falling asleep in the car. And I was like, something's here. Like, it was. there was like this profound quiet or transmission of like the dying. And chaka, I was there during winter, which I feel is different. Because that was their essence. It's death, right? Uh-huh. So. So parang I was going through like a 300-hectare valley and there's like no lights everywhere, right? And you're just going, tunneling through. And I was like, I had to Google after when I had like uh, service. I was like, yeah. what's the tribe that... It just happened? This? Yeah, because yeah, And then yung pala, they do a lot of dream work. They, uh, they talk they Vision class, yeah, yeah. And then talagang I was so willing to... And to think I wasn't there for shamanic reasons. I was literally there for like tourist, tourist, whatever. With yeah, my yeah. Family. Pero the land was talking to me. It was like it was like sister mm. snake was like, oh, let me tell you about how I shed, like how I hide. Oh my god! And then I was like. So so I was getting that from Sister Snake Deba, and then I would go to the I would go down from the car, and there'd be a sign, and there'd be like, oh, these kinds of snakes are common in this specific area. <laughs> so like what I was seeing is literally what the place yeah. was famous for. So, yeah. and, and then yeah. I'd go to another spot, and I'd feel like these volcano moving, and then striations like magma. And then when I'd read the sign, they'd be like, oh, okay, this is where a big volcano erupted, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn. Wow. Like, parang, parang ako, I was so shocked that people usually think Las Vegas is like the super commercialistic yeah. whatever place. But I kind of understand why there's also a lot of like healers who kind of right. go to the irony of Las Vegas. Because other than Las Vegas is more honest about being capitalistic. I feel like it's because Death Valley is also there. Parang, the desert is a teacher. Like wow. I'll The desert to teach you directly. Parang ganyan. So parang, may ganonong thing na I feel like uh, sometimes we think of shamanism as something you have to go to the Amazon specifically for, but and when I talk to like some of my US followers, they're like, Oh yeah, we have redwood parks, and then the redwood trees talk to us. So it's like that's shamanism, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I feel like it's more available than people think. Yes. But because they want the branding of the of the shamanic magic choo-choo, <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> I love
1: how you use that word.
0: <laughs> instead of just like an everyday, it's in the soil kind of thing. Um, they kind of Sometimes people miss that what they're experiencing is already shamanic or is indigenous yeah. way of life. So,
1: I mean, sensei would always tell me that the our closest link to nature is our body, Ooh, yeah, yeah, which is like wow, that's kind mind blowing. Like, everything is made of earth, right? Like, earth bones. Right. yeah, I have yeah. a, I'm
0: curious to like, um, what are what do you feel like the rice farming or just the farming energy has taught you? Cause say you've been, you're, you're saying that, Oh, you should farm if you really want to learn about it or if you really want to learn indigenous uh way of life. So
1: tell me more mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just feel like it's relevant because we're rice is one of our primary crops and, and our main part of our diet. Mm-hmm. So it, for in a way it connects us to our our Philippine identity
0: you know like
1: pre-colonial identity like the terraces were built thousands of years ago right yeah so um just just being there working with that kind of like a it's like a primordial component building block of our identity and it goes beyond goes beyond shamanism like yeah all the way back to, I guess, more animistic, like pre-colonial. That all that is important, not e- not only for shamanic practitioners, just as part of our cultural identity. Yeah, it's like
0: the essence of did yeah. that's why we have so many words for rice, Diva. Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, I mean, it's not. I don't know how, if it's related really to to your question, but living in Cebu for the past ten years,
0: right. which was
1: the point of impact of christianity colonialism another thing that that surprised me in visiting um lagitan i thought since he was you know a panelist on this thing and he has he's prominent in the book i thought i was going to go and meet someone very well respected mm. Yunpala, he's facing so many challenges from the christians community from the neighbor because they're, they're he's not a he doesn't go to church he has you know like the field is his church right so i uh, didn't realize uh, he had so god. much yeah yes. and so for me like it's like whoa this is you know this battle is happening under the radar um and people from from the visayas you know god bless them they 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 don't even realize that that right. Right. exists some of them you know maybe they read about it in a textbook in grade school if right. ever but um, uh, when I was sharing photos, there was a lot of like, where are you? Like, what is this? You know, I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, guys, yeah. this is the Philippines. Like, you don't have to travel to Japan, right? Yeah, so, yeah.
0: It's, it's less than an hour. So I think it's like 45 well, minutes. it's a long bus ride.
1: but Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, you have a point. Yeah, yeah, the plane ride is really short. Yeah, the, the plane ride. But um, that's why, yeah. So I, I feel like it's, it's something as a Filip- as a filipino it's nice to experience you know we're always not even if you're interested in 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 shamanism but even from a touristic perspective it's it's exactly. breath- it's spectacular
0: exactly it's
1: spectacular yeah,
0: yeah. I, i'm curious um since
1: uh i feel like you've also
0: experienced different kinds of lineages in terms of like spiritual practice or energy how do you think the filipino lineage is different or not not in the sense of marketing, I mean, just vibe wise. Like, is it earthier or like how does it arrive for you? Or, eh, yeah, that's
1: true. That I find that very difficult to, to answer because it's first, it's very, you know, how we're it's more like an oral tradition, I guess. Like, um, Halimbawa in, in, in Japan, sensei has so many written texts that he studies from, nice. um, he doesn't call it shamanism, but it's. For me, it's imbued with you know Shinto and shamanism. So, Astaman, um, uh, there's been a lot of um, just trauma, trauma that happened. No, valid, valid, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it's it's all part of um, it's all part of our healing process as uh, as a collective. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> How does the Filipino energy. Of- ah, how is it different yeah yeah like so like- it, for me it's more secretive it's more hidden precisely because of the because,
0: because of, of
1: colonialism. going back to colonialism yeah yeah so yeah. there it's it's almost taboo it's almost yeah. taboo because there's been so much bloodshed yeah. um for people who who talked about it who practiced it you know like so I feel
0: like even if you access the line you have to process so much of the collective trauma even before you get to the quote unquote, like the goods or something. It's so this
1: like- is the struggle of of um uh of, of Lagitan. Like he talked to me about the different Mumbakis who are they don't practice anymore because um uh their wife won't allow them or the pastor might get upset or like for political reasons or they just don't wanna have to explain. So they they have to be very secretive about their their practice. So for me that's why it's important that I was sharing a lot. I was posting a lot because I think it's so important that people realize, yeah. hey, this is part of our tradition.
0: This proper, is part. Of us. I feel like you were also giving a saludo, like a proper, like a proper bow to him in a way. And hey, it's a, it, other inviting people are, other people to go there. Yeah, because the other people are like disrespecting the hell out of him, and you're like, no pilgrimage to this guy, you know? Because he's no. Uh,
1: I mean, full full respect for what he's doing. Something for me, he's like a hero you know yeah, it's yeah. like an unsung hero yeah so i'm i'm really happy that some people actually reached out and i have a student who wants to who wants to have a um, a wedding ceremony up there with him which is <gasps> like yeah, so cool. i know right so it's like wow like um this is how important how powerful social media can be when we use yeah. it mindfully and with intention right so so yun lang <laughs> oh.
0: What do you think are like the things that you've learned? because I know that you guys had an exchange, right? so no. I, I'm curious uh from him directly, so you've learned from the terraces no. you've learned from the rice. oh about how about him and his I mean, I know that you've talked about his
1: story, but from him talking to you like or, or so in, uh, in terms of him. me and my practice, um it, it goes it goes beyond so I'm not an anthro student. Yes, because he. So, so I missed, I actually missed one of the major ceremonies because the the storm was coming and I wanted to make sure I was able to come back and catch my flight and all that. But he was explaining the ceremony was like night all night chanting to these different deities. Wow. You know, which for me is interesting from a folkloric perspective or anthro perspective. But, um, I used to do that. I would chant to, to Tibetan deity, you know, like, a, but I'm not doing that anymore because I feel like my, my connection to source and spirit is just, I have my own way now. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. You know? I get it. It's, so that's it's, why I was like, okay, so this is your practice. Um, and I, I'm not going to insert myself in that lineage. Right. I mentioned the the language and then yes. the cosmology. I'm, I don't feel like I need to adopt, you know, 12 mm. different rice gods at this point in my life. Right to to do a to do a, a sincere and and powerful practice right mm-hmm. so so that was a big reveal to me mm-hmm. in the same way I don't worship I don't worship you know Aztec Aztec gods okay. or anything right yeah. um, of yeah. course in Japan you know you bow you bow to the shrine you bow to um, the sh- uh, spirit is in nature so I'm I'm happy to bow to to all of those um because it's bowing to ourselves as well right like we're it's we're all just mirroring you know, yeah um and I'm, I'm guessing he's like perfectly okay with that right si la lagitan si ako er yeah 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 of course um you can you can't be forced or right you you just yeah. have to answer yeah. the call it has to be uh and then i'm hopeful that that i saw people in his community um, that that are gonna carry on that flame, and actually they're women mostly.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Well, is women like not allowed before, or it was just a little? Hard um,
1: he, they're not that they're not allowed, but most of the um medicine uh carriers are are men for yes. some reason. Yes, I know this now. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: But but this new generation, I have a feeling there are gonna be women. Yeah. Mm-hmm wow that's so cool yeah it's super cool have if you get a chance man just hop on that bus
0: um, yeah yeah i mean i've been to ifugao so i know uh, i've connected to the rice terraces but you're i haven't talked to not like just having
1: yeah those conversations yeah, like, that transmission it's 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 deeply healing and powerful
0: yeah and deeply humbling as well yeah yeah mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm and again having that exchange because you also are a medicine keeper so you know like like you said paying respects and honor honoring yeah yeah,
0: yeah. that's true that's true mm-hmm. I have a feeling um how do I say this how does the syncretism I know now you might not have like fully have a position on this but I'm just curious um I feel like we're both similar and we're very syncretic in terms of like we have several traditions and Mm -hmm. they all just kind of coexist within us. So I kind of just want to also inspire like the listeners who also feel drawn to these multiple things like how Mm -hmm. do you how do you how do you feel valid but it's almost like how do you hold that
1: Yeah, I know what you mean.
0: It's not necessarily complexity but like multiplicity there you go. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think um, part of our <laughs> our work yeah. as humans is uh, is integration, right? And yeah. so in the past, I used to actually I felt guilty when I started learning Japanese, when I started studying Nihongo. I was mm-hmm. spending so much time and energy, and I'm like, am I just being self indulgent? Like this isn't, it's not income generating. How it, it's not helping my clients, you know? Like why am I actually doing this? And I talked to a friend of mine. Um, Ooh, we were on a, in a master class together, and then now she's uh, also wiki free. and and I told her, yeah, I, I feel kind of guilty spending so much time on hobbies. And mm-hmm. she was like, Wendy, this is all like part of your actually what she said is like you're upgrading your DNA as you do this. like these are all part <laughs> of of who you, you know who are you she didn't use this word, but it's like it's part of like the the recipe. To, to make your menaces like you're making that soup right so mm-hmm. here's bushido and here's taro and here's dancing and here's you know what I, and then yeah. you serve this um mm-hmm. to the people or to whoever um is willing to receive um yeah. and it's all meant to be there it's all meant to be there
0: Alamo. The, the one of the things that i'm also feeling is that the whole i feel like the priestess or the shaman archetype was always multifaceted and i think totally. feel- yeah. how could it not be Exactly, and we live in a modern times when there's like internet and like different cultures in your Zoom flash internet window. So if you are like a legit shaman or like uh, you're being initiated into holding a certain medicine, apparently that is that is with the practice that whole that multiplicity, the whole context, the whole yeah.
1: I mean, the other issue is also the whole. Um... There's this is all this this whole discussion around labels and cultural appropriation. All that whole other discussion was just, which is really interesting, because I remember when Jamie, um, which was her former name, uh, used to she came to Cebu to teach shamanic Reiki, or no or so like be or be become a shaman something like that. And I was really uncomfortable with the, how she named her course. I was like, you can't become how can you become a shaman with like this workshop you know like I felt you know but but she felt very strongly about it and as you know she channels also directly from her guides and this is what she was instructed and and in a sense not that I you know agree 100% like take this course and you're a shaman but I like the fact that she's kind of challenging us to to revisit what what are these labels mean how much value do we actually assign to them like why are people pushing back? Like you know, even with Reiki, right? Like people trying to control, people trying to put into boxes. Like at the end of the day, it's it's Gaia, it's Source, it's it's Spirit, um and we're just here as humans, like fighting out, like Semantic. mind things, Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: labels, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no,
0: no, totally. Um, there's a part of me that's also like so would you hmm I don't know if that's the real what's the real question (laughs) I guess there's a part there's like two questions formulating in me and I don't know which one there's there's a part of me that's like Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try it, you know. I'm just gonna try it. Is the discipline of be- becoming trained as a shaman these days always going to be like indifferent? Like it's life's going to teach you, because I feel like the previous training, or like for example, priestess training, is that you three years into this thing, and then after that, you graduate, right? And I feel like in a contemporary era, the initiatory process. A lot of people like accidentally stumble into it, like, oh, they took shrooms and then now they have to the grok stuff, and then, blah, 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 blah. and then I fe- or and then it's like pieced together by life to loy. But I feel like so, okay, I might be rambling, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to finish my idea. But the thing is, when those lineages were more codified, it was a little bit more um, streamlined, I think, because it was. Like a, for a specific populace, for a specific culture, and now that we're more hodgepodge because of globalization, um, the the codification is a little trickier. Or like even the even the being able to tell where someone is in their progression, in their like spiritual development. It's like some you sometimes you just need to have a sense for it. Pero imagine like older esoteric traditions, they would literally have like labels for each stage. Cause it's easier to discuss, so, I guess,
1: I guess that's just my realm of, like. No, I, I, I think I know. I hear where you're coming from. Um, it, there's always a tension and a paradox between yeah. the form and then, you know, on the one hand, because yeah. like you said, we we live in a 3D world, and then the essence and the, un an intangible aspect of it. So, my response to that is like it's. It's all about your personal practice and your personal integrity, right, uh, so you can have one person who took one of my students took cacao ceremony facilitation, and next thing you know she's teaching it you right, know, right. so so that's that's on her. I can't tell her, hey, no no, 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 I'm not the cacao ceremony facilitation police, right? so that's on her, and that's also on the people she's gonna attract, yeah,, yeah. Right? so it's it's not it's not even that's none of my business anymore, so it's it's more like always checking in, like, what is my intention? How am I? How can I best serve? You know? Um, uh, what am I? What am I? What is my purpose? How am I here to? Um, yeah, to, to fulfill that? Mm-hmm. It's almost like that. So in that sense, you mentioned discipline. Again, it's that that tension, that polarity between masculine and feminine is like, the discipline, it's important. And then the flow and the surrender is important, the chaos. And so it's difficult to navigate it's it's so it's scary it's like uncomfortable um and and yeah it can cause uh all sorts of triggers and trauma but for me it's all about personal practice and and integrity and then you know the at the end of the day someone's not gonna learn from you or work with you because you you call yourself a shaman or a priestess right yeah yeah it's because their their energy their energy is is resonating you're on the same frequency Mm
0: -hmm. it's
1: almost like right does i does that touch your uh, answer your question at all yeah i feel like i
0: feel like you're really going for the um a personal integrity like a personal um sense for how much discipline or tradition versus how flow state uh let's bring different kinds of practices in because i feel like your practice has evolved a lot just like mine oh so- my god so much yeah, yeah. Right, right? which i so love I- which
1: i love about it yeah, yeah. you know that the, sorry i don't want to i i'll just interrupt you but it, it i feel like i'm on the right track when like i see people i haven't seen in many many years uh-huh. and they exactly at the same point yeah and that gives me a perspective like holy fuck i've changed like i've evolved so much like you yeah, know, yeah. not about them, but like, I Your love that about business. myself. I'm it's uh, because I feel like that's what I want for myself. I don't want to be stuck like at that same spot that's doing the big. same shit every single day. Like, nothing has changed. The same problems, the same complaints, the same issues. And yeah. I'm like, oh, at least I have new problems,
0: <laughs> <laughs> new perspectives. Mm, you
1: see what I I mean? Mean. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it feels it's like a full circle moment except it's like a full spiral moment it's like it's like stitching yeah this
1: this circle never I mean it never ends um, yeah yeah that's it's, true it's a, it's a helix it's triple yeah again to go back to what you were asking also about the form and for me the the grounding yes is essential right so deba in our field Everyone's like upper chakra upper chakra yeah, whether, it's I know, I get it. whether it's like and then that's why I like that's why I love dance and I love martial arts because like for, with sensei it's like always go back to your tantian, to the belly to the heart to the lower chakras it's that's where the key is yes. it's in the lower chakras yeah right so um grounding grounding and then again to you were mentioning some people some people get spontaneous Kundalini awakenings right but yes. if they're not if they're not doing the 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 preliminary work and the in the integration work post awakening that'll fuck them up yes and uh, fuck yeah. up their relationships you know yeah. everything same with a mushroom right you can yeah, mushroom can also trigger kundalini awakening so that's why it's going back to that inner work that every day am i going to do you know my breath work am i going to do my yoga or am i going to like keep indulging in my addictions like every day we have that choice and of course the beautiful thing is that we're free we're free to choose and there's no gen- if, we, if we if we fuck it up we can come back if we want to like we can make choose to make the same mistakes a million times if we want to and that's yeah. up that's on us that's just on us yeah
0: i feel like i'm curious uh if you could speak more on grounding and if oh. there's yeah yeah and and like if there's like different demon flavors of it or different techniques of it that you found like most impactful maybe more relevant for your current practice or at least sure. you feel like is not as talked about. Yeah.
1: It's so funny because I feel like I'm working through the elements so I have um mostly air in my in my natal chart and I have very little fire. So uh-huh. I feel like as an air uh, with an aquarius stellium I've been working so much on grounding and I did mention Kizomba, right? Because you're connecting yeah. to the earth. I, I, jujitsu, man. jitsu is like all about ground. Like you're not grounded, you're fucked. You're really like you're gonna be you're flying. Gonna yeah. yeah. So um, so those are my practices. Of course, like cooking, you know, farming, gardening. Those are all plant mga plantita. That's a grounding. That's a grounding uh, practice. So now I feel like I'm all I'm good with grounding. I need to start stoking my actually my fire element is um is what i'm working on at the moment
0: oh i love that as resident fire sign i'm concerned with the fire discussion
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but wait yeah, so... just for the listeners i just want to summarize again um gardening martial arts i feel like martial arts is not as talked about a lot um,
1: jiu-jitsu man jiu-jitsu ironically my brother
0: who's like a big capricorn is literally like a jiu-jitsu teacher like six times a week (laughs) and
1: so it's like because he's he's got it he's like he yeah got it under control (laughs) and
0: and, and i feel like they he also needs like a lot of tactile like physical um grounding
1: that's grounding
0: yeah physical grounding is
1: being in
0: your body right that's what grounding is yeah so i feel like that's like Emphasize, 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 and cooking. There you go, perfect. And
1: sex, I guess, but I yes, yeah, (laughs) depends on what, right? uh... (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, so Sensei is the one who, um, actually during my first class with him, he Mm. was like, "Oh, uh, so your your strength is your air and and uh, and ground uh, Mm. elements." I was like, "Oh," and he's like, "You have to work on your water and your uh, I your fire." And oh. so over the past two years, I've been working a lot with those three elements. And then when I went to samurai training in May, uh-huh. I was with three guys and the guys are like totally accessing their fire, like no problem. I was, I, and I was struggling with it. So sensei's how
0: like, the exercises, how would he teach you the transmission of fire?
1: Um, so we did fire, um, gazing meditation, but mostly it's, it's, uh, it's breath work. And okay. then and visualization. So when so in uh, it's a lot of chi control, right? It looks like we're swinging a sword, but it's it's all about energy channeling yeah. the chi to the end to the sword, and so um, connecting to different uh, elements, like like a demon slayer. <laughs> yeah yeah totally this is why I love anime yeah yeah I know I just started I, watching that and, like, so they
0: bad. ideas that's already super solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: so um so yeah and so it's like me I, I have a found there's a blockage when I can't release my fire fully like okay. I feel like I'm afraid to or I'm I'm like a nice girl type of yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I know it's like I like, fire, a, like it's not feminine it's not like this like this like that so um so i'm working to connect with you know how how can i control it so when i when it when Um, it's expressed it's not like out of control either and and damaging
0: yes which i think
1: i have a lot of past drive trauma around that as well uh Mm. that i made destructive use of fire element energy so (laughs) again that's another thing
0: yeah yeah but it's it's um part and parcel of it's it part it, of it it's part yeah. of it because i feel like because i do get uh client clientele like that where it's like the water element is also linked to like a hard lifetime where they are a water yep. being something bad happened so it's like yep. you can't access yeah
1: and, and we don't talk about that a lot right but yeah so yeah. um in in october uh i have a retreat called inner fire in in Ooh. kyoto so it's at Mount Karama, which is the birthplace of veiki, and every October they have a fire festival, which is Perfect. like a, a one of the fa- famous fire festivals. And it used to be a rite of passage for young boys. Mm-hmm. Now it's open to girls as well, and yeah. like the whole village comes out parades with huge um torches, and it's like a whole celebration of with fire elements. So um yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, and yeah. um you guys want to join let me know <laughs> yeah if, if my listeners are like are in that
0: area uh I also well as a fire like I'm like 50% fire and it's more of like so I I feel like my mastery of fire is more about controlling it rather than yeah so I do understand that Um, I feel like for a lot so for me it's more like the overburnt out folks or the folks who have lot a lot of movement and then they need to um, hold the core string of it, and then have like a good weight for it. I feel like mm-hmm. so
1: ground back to grounding.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing because it's like a, a, a what do you call that? Kalan, um pot, like a hot pot, right? So the fire is controlled because of the clay pot, right? And because yeah. you have you have the toggle. If it's just like a pure fire, you're gonna burn all your food. Right. So, well
1: that's that's another reason um to go visit um Apolo Gitan because he does not have a gas stove. And yeah for yeah. nine days yeah, yeah. I had to learn how to stoke a fire and control it. And let yes, me tell yes, you yes, it's yes. such yes. a struggle. Yes, it is yes.
0: super difficult. Yes. And some of little boys love doing that. They love setting stuff on fire.
1: So, no, so I I mean I love bonfires. I love don't get me wrong, you know, but um, you know, trying to cook something like rice. Yes, you're yeah. trying to cook a pot of rice. Right? first you start with high, and then you go low. Like, yeah. how do you do that with a wood fire? It's so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why the 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 day to day life is the the training. The is the training. The training.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, so I tend to do a lot of fire ceremonies, like burning, releasing stuff. Sure. So, yeah, um, and it's very. Uh, they tend to be really panuba. Like, I have a high affinity to it. So, literally, candles would explode around me. Ah, no, if, no. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um, if I'm pissed, yung kalan will go off. Like, it's gonna explode something that's not supposed to explode. Like, oh siya ka... With me, so I feel like when people, di ba people usually when they have an altar, there's like a candle. I'm like, just give me a matchbox. Don't give me a candle because it might something might happen. Uh... Yeah, so my da- so I have like these brass um um yung agong yung the music uh gamelan. Yeah, yeah. So I always burn in a metal or like in a container. in a container. Yeah, or because sometimes ako lumabas. So um. But I do have like an everyday practice of talking directly to fire because I feel very I'm that allied to it. That wow, yeah. Yeah, So I'm so I'm almost like yo guys, chill, ha. Like 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 don't 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 go overboard like that. So how are
1: you feeling this week with like um, you know it's Leo season and uh, I'm actually fine, sorry. (laughs) So it's very um, I feel like
0: um so for you the but you're always the aquarius stellium is what you're always like being careful of for me in my natal chart what i'm careful of is actually my pisces because i have a strong trine i have a strong trine so if the stars align in a certain way na the neptune astral projection is really strong like i can there will be times that i'm not bad. like i'm not bad. like Um, My dreams would last like two months, and then I'm here, and it's just like a day. So it's like, yeah. So, parang, parang. So I am careful of my fire, but I feel like I'm more wary of my Pisces. Like, close, close. Like, go down, go down. Like, oh, um, grounding, grounding. That's why I was also asking about that. Asking about the grounding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because even if I stoke my fire, like it's just gonna go up, and then the water. My Pisces is sky, red And then there's like Gemini air, so it's like all, oh, it all goes that way. So I need to like, cl- it's almost like it's like a conscious decision to go down, cause yeah. Anyway, cause yeah, cause that's just how I am, <laughs> or that's just what's uh, true for me. How about the water though? I I like that we I I love that we touch on like two major elements. Yeah, like yeah. How- ha- so
1: my Moon is in Pisces.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, so
1: which is kind of interesting, right? With the Aquarian sun, yeah. Um, my rising is in Capricorn. So um I feel like I, it's not my, I'm not, how do I say? I'm also, I think I'm going through perimenopause. <laughs> okay, no, that's cool. I love that you're talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have like these major mood swings and I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's probably the, hormonal <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 so but how does he like uh how did he how do you guys do water training i guess
1: ah yeah 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 so um water training uh the one we did specifically with sensei was um doing a lot of uh training Near bodies of water, first of all, to get yeah. the energy from the, the water, and then um, must, must flow in your movement. so right. like wind training we, wind is about intuition, and so we did blindfold training for that one, for example. And then fire, like I said, it's like that explosive energy um, that right. you have to bring out um, also with a cut, right so speed <laughs> like speed yeah. and then and then so, so water is like flow you know Mm -hmm. how do I uh, continue because in the past I would do a cut then I would like stop and be like uh I was so bad or whatever so it's like continuous you know so each each uh each element will inform the the training yeah yeah what bodies of water do you like the best do I like well, here's the thing. I'm like a mountain person now. Okay. I, I've come to yeah. accept it. Although I love the ocean and I, know, know, I love the ocean. You yeah. have strong, happy energy. So of course you like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Also, like um. My, my stepfather sent me a bunch of childhood pictures and, you know, like I, I basically grew up. Spending around. the summers in the Alps, in in the French yeah. Alps, and so I have a lot of pictures. It's like these amazing. And I was born in Baguio, by the way. But in terms of bodies of water, like I love waterfalls, and mm-hmm. waterfall is part of um, part of training also in Japan. So grounding, be. being able to ground, um, when you have like Naruto so much coming in through your head. What's yeah. that? Naruto did this. I remember when I was. There. Oh god. <laughs> It's Japanese. It's so like it's so Japanese, you know. Also, you did the Naruto waterfall thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. With a Japanese teacher, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you know, Japanese are all about uh, um, uh, cleansing. That's why Reiki also it's about we purify our energy body. So in Japan, if you go to the any shrine or temple, there's a place where you can purify yourself with water. Right, right. That whole rite of washing. So. so yeah, water. I love it.
0: Anything um else that is calling you to speak about in terms of like anything from shintoism or like shamanism, or?
1: Well, I feel like we've covered a lot. I'm excited about our our project yeah. together. Wait,
0: yeah. wait. <laughs> These are already in the podcast. I love it. <laughs> yeah okay so if you if you're not feeling anything um i guess my last one is that any call to action i, I know you mentioned a bit of your retreats but uh
1: mm, sure
0: maybe like one
1: more time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i've been uh i started doing international retreats last year which was a, like a big step for me because i had to you know like a lot of uh what do you call it self doubts were coming up um i did my first international retreat in vietnam last november it was called soul alignment it's a four day retreat in an ashram that my friend just opened and then i did my second re- retreat international retreat in may so in um in kyoto uh mount we went to mount karama which is the birthplace of reiki so it's a re- reiki focused retreat and then I'm having my second Reiki retreat um, in the same location. Like I said, this one is with around the theme of fire um, in October. But I do have um, local ones as well. I'm actually planning one in Sagada and in Banawe in November. Yeah. yeah so um, if anyone wants to, to check that out. And of course, um, whether it's a retreat or class or one-on-one format, I touch on the different tools like you and and our other friends probably do. So Reiki, energy healing, um, you know, cards, divination, uh, obviously shamanic tools as well. Um, Yeah. Thank you for asking.
0: I also feel like it's it's so much easier to take a case holistically when you have that range of tools. So that's why I always encourage people, students or clients to just go to... um, it's not really a one-stop shop, but more of just like just, just get someone competent.
1: <laughs> my gosh, we didn't even we didn't even talk about my clinical psych um PhD yeah. that I'm <laughs> okay. doing. For the listeners so... next time, next time Nella.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just just briefly, Wendy's taking a master's role in clinical psych. It's so... a, it's
1: a PhD program.
0: Oh PhD, sorry. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, anyway. It's a direct PhD
1: program.
0: Uh, yeah. So I feel like for folks who are yeah, I actually have some listeners who are like counseling um perspective. So there I do want if you want more sources who do integrated um cross reference work, uh do tap Wendy. Uh yeah, yes, wealth of experience. You. <laughs> if, if you are I feel like you also have a big call of just if you're really just drawn to learn the indigenous culture, just just go. Right? Like just just yep yeah just ask. be
1: curious and be trusting and be be open to guidance right when it's meant to happen it happens easily
0: also leave the links to uh your teacher from ifugao and the japanese one in the links absolutely absolutely and of course your links so i just want yeah thank you